0: Welcome to the Infinite Attraction Podcast. What would it look like to face your fears? What would it look like to unlock your limitless potential? This is a podcast just about that, Infinite Attraction. Now let's get started. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Infinite Attraction Podcast. It's just me today. So let's take a moment as we digest the last episode and we talk about self care and self love, but first I want to thank you. I want to thank you all for taking the time out of your busy schedules and for tuning in, I'm eternally grateful for all of the support and the feedback I've received the past couple weeks, but most of all, a big shout out to all of those who have personally reached out, sharing your stories and connections to the show. I want you all to know that I'm here. I understand you. You are not alone. Thank you for trusting me and thank you for tuning in for you. This podcast has already taught me so much. This journey has made me recognize that whatever patience I thought I had before, it clearly was nothing. It was an illusion I told myself to sleep at night. Like I said, this podcast has taught me a whole new lesson, not just on patience, but on compassion, self-love, and to be honest, I haven't been very kind to myself lately. So let's dive into my brain and what I've been thinking. Full disclosure, the past few weeks have been challenging and overwhelming to say the least. What started off as a passion project has quickly become a second full-time job, <laughs> leaving me with self-inflicted stress and anxiety. Keyword: self-inflicted. Yep, due to my own expectations. Because let's be honest, you guys had none. If you've been listening since day one, I'm sure by now you probably know that I'm a perfectionist and I have high expectations of myself and this podcast. I have been battling this need to be perfect for so long that I forget I'm constantly striving for more and more and more. I mean, after all, we're our own worst critic. So I kept telling myself, I have to have content. I have to release an episode a week. I have to stay present and active with my followers. But why? Where did I get this idea from? Just like Rome wasn't built in a day, neither can this. So where did I get this from? And to be honest, I've bit a bit more than I can chew. The only person being affected by my self-inflicted stress was me. And I really started to feel affected by this, internalized pressure that the more I asked myself, it was created by me. So I started to question, So what if I don't post an episode a week? So what if I don't post content every day? What's the worst that could happen? I lose followers? You guys won't listen? Sorry, but who cares? That was not the point of this podcast. It was not supposed to add any additional stress. In fact, it was supposed to help people and myself. But how could I help others if I don't take care of myself? That's the big question here. Well, that wasn't very self-loving of me, to be honest. I wasn't taking care of me. So without physically slapping myself in the face, I realized I needed to chill out. (laughs) Take a moment, breathe, and make time for me. So I started journaling, something I made no time for the past week or so. So I had no idea how much I even needed to journal till I did. I found that these interviews these very vulnerable and profound interviews were taking a lot out of me and I wasn't taking the proper time to digest. See, I myself am learning from them and I need my own time to really understand the effects that they have on me or if they have any effects on me. So I imagine you guys would too, no? Well, after I journaled, I reached Uh, to a conclusion that I needed to do some research and so I did some self-love you know inspirational (laughs) research and it led me to find this beautiful poem by Adam Roa called You Are Who You've Been Looking For it's been around for some time so you guys may recognize it and I want to share it with you today it's really beautiful and it's a reminder to love yourself so I'm about to recite it to you because why not it's my podcast and that's what I want to do today (laughs) so here it goes I just want you to know that I have modified it a bit, so I will share the full version below. You are who you've been looking for. So stop looking for more unless you're looking in the mirror because it's about time for you to see clearly that you are who you've been looking for. And that empty feeling you got, that hole in your chest, you only got that feeling because you think you're not blessed with everything you need. You see, we live in a consumer society which means that they need you to buy stuff and the easiest way to sell it to you is by telling you you're not enough. Buy this car, you'll get girls. Buy this bra, you'll get guys. And what we are seeing is so much that we start believing these lies. But the truth is, the makeup they are selling to make you feel prettier is the same makeup you buy to stop feeling shittier about this lie that you keep telling you that you are not enough. And what about the movies we watch or the shows on TV? The more I watch, the more I see, I need you to complete me. And yes, love is the answer, love is key. But what if you can't love yourself? How could you ever love me? And loving yourself, what does that even mean? Like massages and selfies, that sort of thing? Because the more I think about it, the more it feels weird. I was always taught that self-love is something to be feared. I've been taught that arrogance is bad and vanity is not good. So what should I do? How should I act? I know I'm supposed to love myself, but how do I even do that? Treat yourself like someone you love. I couldn't believe that I had been letting myself keep forgetting that I was who I've been looking for. And deep in my core, I knew it was time to stop looking for more until I could look through all of my fear and look into a mirror and see clearly that the woman looking back at me was the only one who can make me happy. And I am already enough. You are already enough, and when you start to see that, you will start to be that. Your world will get brighter, your load will get lighter, and you'll see that with life you can be a lover and not a fighter. And that life, you deserve it because you are worth it. And there is no point in letting yourself keep forgetting because no matter what you do or say, you are perfect. As of today, I hope I leave you with a direction correction away from your flaws you see in your reflection. They aren't flaws to me. They are simply protection against all the doubts you have of your own perfection. So start today. Take a good long look in the mirror and say, I am who I've been looking for. Powerful, huh? (laughs) And that sets the stage for one question or this question. What exactly does self love mean? It's funny, it's often mistaken with narcissism or having a big ego, or in other words, also coupled with being selfish. But what is selfish? And why does it have such a negative connotation when paired with self-love? Why is self-love so often criticized by others for being selfish? The typical external messages and voices in her head often tell us that we're paying too much attention to ourselves and our own needs, making us inconsiderate and inconsistent of others' needs. So we start to believe this. And suddenly these words, they develop higher meaning and they begin to dictate our lives. (laughs) Let's be real, words matter. We tend to become word fugitives and are often defined by them. So we stop caring for ourselves to avoid being selfish. I mean, how could you not? Speaking of words, according to the internet's most trusted online dictionary, Webster defines selfish as the following, concerned excessively or exclusively with oneself, seeking or concentrating on one's own advantage, pleasure, or well-being without regards for others, or also arising from concern with one's own welfare or advantage in disregard of others. It's interesting that taking care of yourself can be deemed as being selfish and that being selfish is caring too much about our own self and well-being without the regards for others. Hmm. Unfortunately, society has shamed us, somehow it convinced us that self-care of our own selves is what you do on your spare time and usually consists of whatever popular media tells us. For example, ladies, that consists of bubble baths, face masks, circling pages in magazines, movie nights with wine, and oh yeah, a tub of ice cream. And that, That is self-love and for you guys, not really sure what those Playboy magazines or those commercial breaks between games told you, but I'm pretty sure I could figure it out, but they definitely left a few things out. It's so crazy to me that after so many years of education, nobody took the time to teach us how to love ourselves, but they sure had no problem teaching us about the 50 states and their capitals. I mean, can anyone even actually recite them? If so, congratulations. Good for you. But what about the Pythagorean theorem? Does anyone even use that shit? I don't even think I pronounced that right, so I'm sorry, but oh well, you get the point. Like most things in life, we are left to figure it out on our own. And let's all agree, it's a long and complicated journey, and we often make plenty of mistakes along the way and we don't even know how to handle them. We tend to call our distractions A solution as we figure out ways to accept ourselves so that we aren't constantly exhausted from trying to constantly be everything to everyone and to ourselves all the time so we read self-help books pamper ourselves introduce essential oils get massages get plants like me drink sometimes too much until we realize that sometimes that's not enough So we begin to prioritize our physical health and well-being by working out, we eat healthy, we get disconnected by turning off our phones for the day, but still we often feel empty or with a sense of something is missing. The concern here is that we aren't actually taking care of ourselves, at least not properly, right? Self-care should not be something we resort to because we are so exhausted from everything that we need to escape from our own relentless internal pressures. I'm sorry, but true self-care is not bubble baths and ice cream. It just isn't. Brianna Weiss famously said, true self-care is not salt baths and chocolate cake. It is making the choice to build a life you don't need to regularly escape from. So how do we go about forgetting that in order for us to survive life, we must actually love and take care of ourselves properly before we can be anything or be present for anyone else? I know, it's been a while since we've been able to jump on a plane, but let me remind you, when a flight attendant is reading through the safety procedures, you know, the part when you pay no attention and you raise the volume on your headset, well, they're actually giving you a very vulnerable life lesson. For those of you who've forgotten already, secure your own mask first and then assist the other person. So where do we go wrong? How do we allow self-care to become a trend we follow that's not true to ourselves? These things we do are a form of self care that are disguises, making ourselves believe that we are being good to ourselves. But I'll tell you, that's not self care. Self care is loving yourself. It's loving yourself, which means taking care of your own needs, having boundaries, not sacrificing your well being to please others. It means self respect, not settling for less than you deserve. It means staying true, not repressing. It means accepting ourselves with the good, the bad, the ugly, for being too sexy, too skinny, too short, too loud, all of it. It's about making time to do what nourishes our soul, regardless of what others think or need of us. It's about owning our own inner and outer selves without guilt or shame. Self-love is about allowing yourself to just feel. It's about loving ourselves even when we steer away from our own self-care journey. And yes, self-love is allowing yourself to be selfish and not care who's offended in the process you will disappoint some people along the way but it's time you start living for you maybe not how others would want to live their lives but rather how they can but you can so where do we begin here's a list for you we learn how to set boundaries (laughs) that protect and nurture our relationships not just with others but more importantly with ourselves you eliminate expectations You are not bound by your inner critic. This may mean you have to unlearn a few things. You remind yourself that others' opinions are theirs and not yours. They and our inner critic does not get to label us. Stop seeking validation. This is a big one, even for me. This does mean meeting your own needs so that you aren't anxious all the time and dependent on other people to come through. Stop seeking permission or approval. You can be who you are, the way you are. It's your life, not theirs. With that said, have courage, look inside, have awareness of your emotions, take responsibility of your experiences. Just knowing and accepting our past allows us to grow and access our intuition. And yeah, It's often gonna mean that you have to be strong enough to look at your failures and disappointments right in the eye and learn from them. And of course, allow yourself to dream, without restrictions and without judgments or a sense of deserving. You may need to uncover that a huge portion of your anxiety comes from not even actualizing your full potential. Lastly, make a genuine effort to become conscious and most of all, kind to yourself. It will mean some rewiring, but we will get there, little by little. So what did we gather from all of this? I hope that today we can pledge to no longer be victims of our lives, but rather conquerors. I want you to pledge to no longer self-sabotage ourselves by justifying our busy schedules. Today we acknowledge that we are not something that needs fixing. Become the person you are meant to be. Don't run away from your true self. If you find yourself having to indulge in consumer self-care, remember it's because you may sometimes be disconnected from your actual self-care, and that's okay. But remember, it has very little to do with actual self-care and a whole lot to do with a lack of awareness and decision-making from your own well-being. I want you to take a moment and ask yourself, what am I really doing for self-care? Am I being honest with myself? Am I running away from anything? And if so, why? And as I give you a few minutes to ponder that, I wanna make sure you understand I sit here telling you this, not because I'm some know-it-all guru, but because these are things I tell myself or that I'm searching for in life. It's not always easy, nothing is. But we need to have courage. We all struggle in our own ways. I myself don't always follow through for myself, but when I don't, I'm aware, and I remind myself to be kind to me and trust me there will always be hard days just today before recording this episode actually i mean i've struggled and i realized i just needed to feel i needed to allow myself to just feel it all give myself the respect i needed to heal by having awareness of my emotions i have control and i can continue on this journey here telling you this so hopefully you have something that you can learn from my experiences i think this is called growth actually i know it Each day living for the moment, not wishing it was all over, but rather living in it. Do you guys remember episode one when I mentioned the patching something doesn't really work? It's just a band-aid on a heavy wound? Sure, it's easy to just leave it alone, but it will only get worse in time. And a good friend recently said I needed to tear off the band-aid, go deep, clean the wound, and allow it to heal properly. I couldn't have said it any better. And although there were many takeaways from the vulnerability shared last week in Michael's episode, Michael Zavala, there was definitely one major takeaway. And that is, you can't run away from your problems, boo. You have to feel them, address them. Because if you don't, history will only repeat itself. And what we persist or what we resist will only persist. So I challenge you, infinite attractors, to always go deeper. Rip off the damn Band-Aid. Feel the pain, use the alcohol, clean that shit right, clean that shit deep and clean that shit out. And yes, it's going to hurt. And fuck yes, it's going to sting. But don't underestimate what you can handle. The lessons here are to just love yourself, even when it hurts. Stop running away. Feel it all and stop worrying about being selfless and be selfish. It's okay. So with all that said, what I really wanted to say to you all is, you know, you may or you may not get an episode every week. I'm still figuring this all out because this is life and it's meant to be lived. With infinite gratitude, yours truly, Elizabeth. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Infinite Attraction. I sure do appreciate you guys. If you haven't done so already, please make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever it is you consume podcasts. This way you get notifications when new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review or simply tell a friend about the show. If you'd like to inquire about coaching, please visit our website at infiniteattractioncoach.com. Until next time, Infinite Attractors.